Welcome in. It is another edition of Nerd Hero. We are all three back together finally after some breaks and the holidays and traveling, at least for my end, traveling seems nonstop all the time. And food. And food. So much food. So much food. Sometimes like you just stuff your face and after like, I can't even talk, even on a microphone, about a random nerd subject because mm. I might explode. Been in sweatpants a lot lately. <laughs> Thank you to Costco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not out of comfort, but just out of need, like after all that food. Yeah. All that eating. Yeah. They they were built for speed and comfort. There's no waistband going to hold this back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rocking sweatpants right now still. <laughs> yeah. It, it's true. And speaking of things that, you know, folks just wear sweatpants and do, let's play video games. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think that uh, a lot of people sitting around, maybe, probably sometimes the underoos, but you never know. Dude, as much as we talk about MCU and Star Wars, video games are my first love. Always has, always will. And we had a big announcement in the video game world that came up in the last, what, day or so? And that is the announcement of Grand Theft Auto 6 that is supposed to come out, what, 2025? 2025. Yeah. So... Obviously, that's a monster deal, considering that is a multi-billion dollar franchise that, over the years, where, I mean, a lot of people, it's a controversial game, it has been for, since it came out, you know, that, that franchise has been, just because of all the things you could do yeah. during the game, uh, including uh, enjoying the company of uh, people that worked in the oldest profession in the world, things like that, and... You know, stealing cars and beating old women up and things like that. I mean, you know, kid stuff. But it's it's a huge announcement because when was the last time that there had been a Grand Theft Auto game? 2014 was when GTA V came out? 20, uh, close, yeah, very close. 2013. It originally dropped yeah. on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. So that And this game is still going strong. Yeah. On the online platform, so it's going on strong for two more generations. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, that's is it seems to be sometimes more normal in the video game world. Obviously, with sometimes rights get changed out, or if it's you know different things, it's there's big delays, and sometimes there's like sequels to games and stuff like that. But mm. is is ten years or well, it'll be I guess twelve years when it comes out. Is that a pretty? It's pretty it, sizable. Well, yeah. I, I think. I think you got to look at it as the GTA 5 has become more of a platform than it has just a game, right? Because mm-hmm. after the whole online side of it took off and the DLC packs and everything like that, like it, it sort of almost became its own like mini, not, not, it's not a one-to-one comparison, but kind of like in the way that like Roblox is a platform for other games within that game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, GTA sort of plays off of that trend in a way, I guess. Like, there's, you know, there's there's so much more going on than just a base game, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's that interesting. It, it has so much life beyond just, like, the campaign. And, and on top of that, it's such a big game. Like, it's such a massive map and so much extra stuff that you can do outside of just your main missions that that game can just be expanded and expanded. And the same kind of thing happened in... GTA 4, right? Like, GTA 4, the base yeah. game was great, but, like, they started yeah. doing all these DLC packs, like, the Ballad of Gay yeah. Tony and everything like that. That 
I forgot the character's the name, game. but uh, in GTA 4, one of the DLCs, you play as this biker gang, and the main character you play as in the DLC, you actually kill him in GTA 5 uh, yeah. <laughs> as Trevor. So um, it's all interconnected, and yeah, Gus hit the nail on the head. Like it, it's, it's definitely it's a platform, and when the game originally dropped in 2013, it was all about the campaign that it already had in the case. It teased that there was going to have GTA Online, but it was going to be at a future release date, and that just honestly increase the lifespan of that game because people are still playing and playing the extra missions especially for the completionists like me you could invest 100 hours in it more and there's still so much more you can do just from a single player experience alone and gta online they just kept on releasing new dlc like almost like every season everything so and and they're also story driven as well in gta online which is really cool it's not just hey team up with your friends do a mission and you're done there's a story thread behind it so rockstar they know how to elongate their properties like yeah when you look red at dead like redemption that, and right, uh, right. red dead redemption 2 when you look at it like that it's it's not it's not really a game that's just been sitting around for 10 years mm-hmm. you know it's it's a game that that has become its own like marketplace almost within you know yeah. that that property yeah. so people so just, doing new downloads and there's, down, there's mod the mod community is insane that's what exactly. i was going to ask mod. about that so there's been a lot of mods that, i know that's like a big thing with games these days is people actually on putting the P- their own mod the pc side the, the mods on the pc side and, and the pc port came not Later. that long ago right? yeah it, it hasn't been out nearly as long as the playstation 3 xbox 360 yeah. version and that's the one thing that people have been letting down with this recent announcement is that there is no official release date for the PC version. Mm, because right? that's part of the, the that, life cycle of but, it. You're going exactly. to have it on PS5. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. And that, yeah, exactly. So, Like, I'm calling it now. It'll launch on, <clears throat> on PS5 on, at, on the very last breath of PS5 and, and Xbox Series X. What are we on now? Yeah, yeah Series yeah. X, so, Series S. It'll probably then, be... That's, but on that, whatever next gen right yeah. comes out is what's going to like drive like a whole new set of sales mm-hmm. because it's going to be you know optimized for whatever that platform is from the looks of it i mean in this first trailer i i can't even see the like, current gen handling yeah the amount the, of detail is in in like, what's being pitched there is quite a and, kind of and i need to confirm this it might be unreal engine 5 that it's running on is so it? yeah i need to confirm that it, it, I mean, the graphics are impressive, although it's only like a minute and a half trailer. But yeah. uh, Rockstar doesn't send out like pre-rendered cutscenes in their trailers. They're actual like in-engine gameplay. So, yeah. uh, but to your point, Gus, like the hardware, I think it'll be mid-gen, honestly, uh, that you'll have Series X and S running it along with PS5, but it'll probably be capped at like 30 FPS. So mm-hmm. Rockstar, that's the developers, you can see what they originally intended but like we can see with the 360, PS3, and even PS4, there's that pro version that comes in like midstream, right? In there, and I, and I think that's where you'll get like that 60 yeah, FPS, exactly. right? The next gen that followed that PS6, whatever, all that is going to breathe like a new life into the game real soon after it launches too. Because I'm, damn, this dropped early, man. 2025? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> It feels like an eternity, you know, like to drop. I feel like the game. They'll drop it on December 31st of 2025. Yeah, I feel feel like what we're seeing now, as as amazing as it looks, will probably not even look all that great by the time the game actually drops. Because this is, I mean, you got to think like this is as much of a carefully tailored trailer as it is. 
there's this is still a work in progress. So Do what you, is it going to look like when it actually drops? You know? Yeah, I mean, is that something that game companies normally do is drop a trailer that early i mean obviously it's for, for gta true, right? right i mean probably a different thing because it's such a big franchise it gets people talking about it but it sounds like what you guys are saying is that it never really lost its popularity so yeah. it seems like it's odd like it didn't fade into the distance at all yeah, yeah. forbes has an article in response to the trailer and they gave the number of 7.7 .7 billion of revenue on gta 5 alone since it released in 20 13 so there you have it whereas i you know like other properties such as like call of duty you can just put your hat hang your hat on it it's going to make a bill every you know release but now yeah. it's not performing as well but going back to your question about like gameplay trailers and it being released this early it really depends on the developer some developers they they have the philosophy of we're not going to drop a trailer till we know the definitive release date like we actually can commit to an actual date, not just a year or a month of the year or something like that. Rockstar, historically, they would release the trailer when they feel like somewhat confident, like we can get it out in the year. But I think what GTA 6 trailer was, the buzz that was around surrounding it was all the rumor mill. And this has been going on for I think a the long leak, time. And then the leak happened because that trailer was actually supposed to be released later this week. And then there was a leaker and then everyone at Rockstar Games got infuriated about the trailer being dropped. And I think Gus, what you might be also referring to, there wasn't even an earlier There was leak, a leak like a couple months, months ago. Yeah, yeah, and that's when the whole idea about who the protagonists were right. gonna be in the game. So like Rockstar needed to rush it. So I, it wouldn't have surprised me though if they had dropped the trailer on the upcoming Game Awards show that's going to be on December the 7th. That's yeah. what I, everyone was kind of thinking. Like, that was going to be the, the point you, in time. Do you think they'll drop a Game Awards show trailer? Like, they'll have a, a more in-depth one or maybe a longer one showing different gameplay, different things that you could do? Or do you think that, that maybe this, like you said, was intended for that, but because everybody's got to leak stuff to make themselves feel special and not, you know, they had to ruin it for everybody, maybe it was going to be the game the game board trailer but then they were just like oh, God, yeah i don't i don't know time will tell like historically with the game awards when it's a world premiere they give them about like anywhere from like 90 seconds to like three minutes to drop the trailer um they generally don't have someone come on stage and actually play the game but it, if they do release a trailer on the game awards it went i would think they would have like another story centered trailer and maybe add like a minute to it or something like that just to give a different flavor, but yeah. still play the cards close to the chest. But I'm curious, Gus, your thoughts on that. Maybe the original plan was to do that. It, it always seemed weird to me, though, to use uh, the Game Awards as a place to announce future products. I feel like something like this, an announcement like this in particular, for this property, I feel like that steals the thunder out of everything. Does it show, need it? You know? It doesn't It doesn't need to do that. So I don't... It's, for me, they had their hand forced by the leak. I don't think they were planning on dropping a trailer for this at all this year, yeah. right? Yeah. As as far into development as it may be, mm. and obviously they've put a lot of care and work into it, and I want to go into details of what's in that trailer, but I don't think they were ready to, to release anything about it until next year, because yeah. that's what I'm saying, like 2025 yeah. is a release date for something being announced now. Yeah, yeah. and that's a, a long time. It's a really good point that Gus raises too. And even like in the gaming community, like the, the gamers, but also the developers and publishers alike, they get a pulse on things like who's going to premiere what, mm. right? So a lot of the times on these world premieres on the game awards, you're like, okay, I guess, you know, it's those type, 
of reactions, but then there's always that one that comes about like, oh my gosh, really? They, I cannot wait. Case in point, Microsoft showcased a trailer for their next console, the Series X at that time. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. gave them words. I, I need to double check. I'm like 90% certain on that. And it came out of the blue. Nobody was expecting that. But I mean, for a property great, such as this, you do need to have your own real estate. Yeah. Uh, that mm-hmm. I think that's a valid point because it is an entertainment mm-hmm. trailer. Everyone in the community, beyond that of the gaming community, is talking about it. I'm telling you, I think it steals thunder from, from the show, right? From the award show, right? The people yeah, that are oh, winning the awards. Absolutely. For like yeah. the whole purpose of the it? show. How do you top that, right? Yeah, how do you top that? Like, <laughs> that's a else, fair point. You're going to be distracted the, the very... rest of the show thinking like, oh shit, like everything I just saw, you know, like can't stop Unless you do it, it at the very end. Like you do it like that's yeah. like the last thing, like, you know, like they do the last thing, award. Like, like, oh, by the way, and they do that. I mean, that would be a cool way to do it, just to end it off because then you just end it on with a bang. Because... That's it's interesting that you know when GTA started, it was such a it was such a kind of a ragtag game. You know, it was just this people played it because it was just wild and debaucherous and crazy, and you really you know it just it drew people in. I th- I, I don't. It had a cult following. It, it wasn't. Was, it was rebellious. Yeah, it was, it, those were the days of Duke Nukem, of Doom, mm-hmm. of like gore appearing on the scene of video games in general. We, we right? talked about it during lunch period. We were like, did you play that game? It's kind of uh, like going back to the yeah. Billy Madison thing. Like, I think Mortal Kombat's the greatest game of all time. I think you're wrong. I think it's Donkey Kong. But people were talking about that with Grand Theft Auto. It's like, can you believe that? The game looks doesn't look super impressive. It was like a bird's eye view and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I can't believe you can do this stuff. Because it was it, full it, of the it, stuff that like your mom would never let you play. You know what I mean? Like It, it, was, it was all that like taboo stuff like poured into one game. But the thing is that the game was bigger than just the the rebellious side of it. It had a very cool gameplay mechanic to it. This this like mission based exploratory map that that or mission based like exposed map, right? That like as you did missions, you unlock different parts of a map and stuff. Like that was a new concept at the time, you know. And then like spinning it into a full three D world, that was just kind of like the next logical evolution of it. But Right. Ever since then, like every every GTA game forward has like you almost don't think about the the gore and and, and you really violence don't. or that anymore because it's so standard now, right? Yeah. Now you just kind of focus on like what is pushing the envelope in terms of gameplay, in terms of graphics and things like that each time, and they have never failed to deliver, in my opinion. Yeah, and the story and the narrative is like really powerful. And Grand Theft Auto Three that came out in two thousand and one, if I'm not mistaken, and I think. In my opinion, it was there was two primary things that made the PlayStation Two successful. One was the fact that it could play DVDs. That was the game changer. That's what killed the Dreamcast. Because <laughs> yeah. especially in Japan, if you had a DVD player, you had a Sony PlayStation Two. But the second thing that drove the PlayStation Two to be like the pinnacle of gaming was Grand Theft Auto Three. Because instead of that bird's eye view we had in Grand Theft Autos One and Two, now it was full 3D. It was open world. You could have a sandbox you could play with. And that was one of the initial experiences that we had as gamers where we're playing on a console, not a PC, but a console where we had an open sandbox and just sharing like what, oh, we got like a six star wanted level and I survived X amount of time and we all one up one another and we're all kind of creating things in that environment. That was the Mario 64 moment. It it, it was. was, No pun intended, but it really was a game changer. 
So like for a lot of the games that we experience for 20 plus years now, where it's open world, 3D, you can go back to Rockstar for that blueprint of how to do it right and what not to do. And they, and they keep on pushing the envelope. They keep on redoing the playbook. And then all these other developers, they're just trying to play catch up with Rockstar. Yeah. I mean, I always remember, you know, I'm not really a gamer, but I remember like being in college or even in high school, you're playing Grand Theft Auto and like the greatest thing in the world is like how many police you could get to chase you. It's one of the greatest things ever. Like the police presence is like the fun, the most fun. Dude, I survived ever. 15 minutes with the army coming after me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like it's it's so it was so fun and, and it's it's amazing what they like. You guys have said you know you kind of answer what one of the questions I has like how they've crafted it into something bigger and into something that is it's still like got its essence right like it's still what it is but it also has expanded and it brought in people and just maintained this like this life outside of you know just 10 years of not having a new game come out uh which is remarkable right i mean it's a, that's yeah. like you said it's just a remarkable feat how they've done it and obviously i'm sure that you guys see this number six being the exact same if not even bigger i think i think because every time they've tried to push what the game kind of so like Grand Theft Auto 3, that's a big turning point. 3D World, we're no longer in the top-down view. That was an innovation in and of itself. But then after that, it starts to become about story and gameplay mechanics, right? How do we improve that? Grand Theft Auto 4 started to do some pretty innovative stuff at the time. I remember watching a trailer for GTA 4. There was a, like a car or something driving down the street and like it hits a pothole. And you see like the suspension of the car hit it, like like go down a little bit and the car, like the whole weight of it just like react, you know, the dynamics of the vehicle react to that. That was a first, mm-hmm. right? So when we saw that in the trailer, I remember everybody freaking out thinking like, oh my God, there's like real dynamics, real damage and stuff like that going on in here. And the story, right? Because for the first time, well, no, I sh- I'm jumping ahead. Story, I think was a bigger innovation when we were talking about Vice City and then San Andreas, right? So Vice City first pushes the envelope with story, when and it nails it, right? Because the story there is is it's Scarface, yes, but it's done really, really well. Like it's 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 it took the world of Scarface, expanded it for you, and then let you loose to play around in it. And the story was all there, like for you to get invested. The first time they had a big like voice actor really putting some character into. Mm-hmm into uh, the, your your main playable character. They had Ray Liotta in there. Yeah, Tommy Versetti. Right. And then San Andreas pushed the story further at the same time uh, that it pushed the boundaries in terms of, like, gameplay map. Mm-hmm. So then 4, 4 goes into this whole expansion of, like, the actual gameplay dynamics, the the expansion of the game, right? Like, I was talking about all those DLC packs and everything that they added for, for 4. It, like, blew that game up. And that kind of like set the stage for what GTA 5 became, which is a whole other expansion of that idea while still innovating on the story front. And this one, from what I can tell in the trailer, there's obviously like a Bonnie and Clyde or a Natural Born Killers type of situation going on here, right? There's two playable characters. And how that is going to change the gameplay dynamic, I think is pretty exciting because you ever played uh, Resident Evil Zero? Oh yeah, Billy and Rebecca. Yeah, okay, so that... So that game, do you know about that one? No. Okay, so that expanded Resident Evil at the time in a really cool way in that it gave you two playable characters 
that you had to use together to solve puzzles to progress through the game. So you couldn't just like say, oh, I want to play as a guy or I want to play as a girl. You had to play as both of them because I each one had its own advantages, right? That you could use to work together. Like there were literally times when you would be like on a train, right? And one would be stuck on one side, the other one would be stuck on the other. Maybe one was, what was it? Billy was more like strength-based Yeah, or Billy something. Cohen was, yeah, he was more strength-based. And Rebecca Chambers is more of the, um, she had a lot of health and she was a healer. Right, so and then you, our, you could work together, yeah. like separated by a wall to like solve a puzzle and get through to the next part of the game. That type of thing I'm hoping is like the basis of what's going on here with Lucia and I forget the guy. Yeah, name. well, they and I, I, I agree that I never thought of that reference with Resident Evil Zero, and that's completely accurate. Uh, but even in Grand Theft Auto Five, you had three protagonists that you played as that yes. you could change in real time, mm. and that and again, like with gaming and just like with movies, there's no like complete originality. Everyone's kind of like copying one another. They get their inspiration, yeah. and which is there's nothing wrong about that. It's like if it works, do it. Yeah. So a, a recent game that took that same mechanic from Grand Theft Auto V is Spider-Man 2, where you can change in real time between Miles Morales and Peter Parker. And so that was done in Grand Theft Auto V. So, like, again, like Rockstar Games, they're such an innovator. They, like, mm -hmm. they think of things you, when they roll something out. I'm like, man, why didn't I think of that? That's just generally the reaction I think a lot of developers have. Why didn't I think of this? And let's do something like that the next go around. But yeah, and I, and I think they're gonna they're gonna use that that gameplay mechanic in a creative way that we haven't seen yet. Not absolutely. Five, not another one. <laughs> Their track they're, record will prove that. They're really good at, at yeah, because there, there's clearly like a lot writing and dynamic for this game to be you yeah. know setting itself apart from the others. That, yeah. that's one of the things it'll use to do. And the and the biggest thing too is uh, with Grand Theft Auto Six. It's been 12 years since we had a new Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. like a standalone title. That being GTA Five. But there's another big return that's happening. And so what Gus was talking about with uh, GTA 3, that was in the fictional city of Liberty City, which is also known as New York City. Right, that's And then you had Vice City, which is Miami. Uh -huh. And that came out a year and a half later. And then you had San Andreas, which was pretty much kind of like the state side of like California. You had like San Francisco, you had Los Angeles, and then but for uh, the greater, and, then for, and for the most part, like that Vegas. For most intents and purposes, for, it's LA. It's but, yeah but they, but they include those other other parts of it to just like include like the key points of the West Coast. Got it. And and so like with Grand Theft Auto Four, that innovated from the physics to what Gus mentioned, but then like the map of Liberty City where you return back to was far more expansive. And the same thing could be said about Grand Theft Auto Five. So I'm very excited about mm -hmm. going back to Vice City here because while it's been twelve years since I played GTA Five, it's been twenty years since I've been in Vice City. And, yeah, and, and Vice so that's City, what I'm really excited about. <laughs> and the thing is, Vice City in GTA Vice City is very much Miami in the 80s, right? Which is which is great, right? Mm -hmm. A ton of fun playing around in there and everything. But the trailer for GTA 6 shows modern day Vice, modern day Miami. And I can tell you as a native, like they nailed everything. Like, every shot that they show, not just, like, you know, the staples, like, South Beach and things like that, but there's, like, a shot of what's clearly Wynwood, which is sort of, like, the mid, like, in downtown Miami, this, like, graffiti-covered area that's got it's full of restaurants and bars and things like that. It used to be, like, super scrappy, and it's kind of become, like, this, like, art hub, right? That's there. 
they show, you know, the the different likes like the hoods, right? The different ones where you've got like your little Haiti and you got like your Hialeah and your your different like where all the different cultures kind of like accumulate. You can see them in the trailer. You even see like the Everglades, right? You see like where where like some of those like hillbillies are like there, there's every every demographic is nailed and, and none of that stuff was really in that high detail in the original Vice City. So the suggestion is that this map is not just way bigger, but way more detailed. So if you look at it, one of the things I thought was nuts which made me think like there's, there's no graphics card even on the market right now is going to handle this if it were to drop for PC anyway. But just the amount of people in any given scene, right? Like when they show the beach, just a shot of the beach, so many characters, so many NPCs walking around in high detail. Like I zoomed into that. I looked at him like, yeah, every, the waves, everything. The, the like, people to begin with, the first shot of, of, of the main character looks incredible. Yeah. But that, that fidelity is in all these NPCs that you see on the beach. And I look at it and I'm like, that's a lot of computing power. It's got to be going on. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm, I'm like, go cap it at 30 FPS. Yeah. You're, I, I think you're right. Yeah. 30 <laughs> FPS is like the most we can expect from this in the beginning. And then we're just going to have to wait on a next gen. Yeah. yeah they'll they'll really do like a PS five pro or something. And then I'll, I'll run it. And then PC. Yeah. will just eclipse that. And there's, right. there's, and it's not just like the amount of characters you see. It's also like, the cars, the the volumetrics, the, yeah. That shot of in the Everglades and like yeah. those those mud running people that they look like they're like ATVing or something out there. Like the lighting in that scene is amazing, you know. And all of this stuff is not pre rendered; it's all game engine. So it suggests that that kind of detail and volumetrics and everything and lighting can be done in real time. I mean, that's a game that's being even built. though it's only ninety seconds. There's a lot. There's there's the, a lot going on there. Trailer. Like if you break it down and you know what you're looking for. You can tell that it's a game that's being future-proofed in a big way. That's it's cool. a game that's not just going to be built for this generation of console. It's something that's going. It's just going to be the tip of the iceberg when it releases, and it's going to continue to like spread its wings as the hardware catches up with what it has to offer. Oh, that's, so, that's, and then you're going to have the online version. <laughs> and then the online, when that opens up, man, I'm telling you, this is nuts. Like The, the, the amount of stuff that's in the trailer... Is, is, is wild. And the developers are intentional about like delaying the online playability because that's when they can work out all mm. the errors and all with the code they can try to patch it, patch it, patch it. Mm. So when they launch, when they go online and it's not free of blemishes, but when GTA Online launched for Grand Theft Auto V, I mean, it was quite stable. It had some bugs like anything else, but Rockstar is intentional. They, they're very strategic on how they do their, their stuff. So there's always a method to their madness and you know, again, I'm I'm just I'm stoked by going back to play, uh, being in Vice City, and yeah, the main characters it's Lucia and Jason, I believe, is the other. It's going to be really cool seeing that dynamic play out. Cool. And if anything, we can look back to Grand Theft Auto Five on when you're doing like the heist missions where you're interchanging between three characters. In some respects, I think actually decreasing it down just to two characters, I think that's even going to make it better. And it's yeah. going to maximize the yeah, gameplay yeah, no, experiences with... with both characters where you're not just having to change mm -hmm. a character for changing a character's sake, right? Yeah, like I, that's what I'm I'm hoping they will do is that they won't make it something that you can just change because you want to change. It'll yeah. just be like, I have to use Jason here because he has the skill set, the, the stats for this particular thing. And then I'm going to have to pull Lucia in for this like heist or whatever it is that I'm doing 
because she can only fit or through he's space, like in the space. Sniping or, position. She's, she's the faster one, or she's the smart. Whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah, I think I think it'll be cool. I, do, what do you think about what I'm still trying to figure out is like the constant reference to cell phone video. Why is that such a highlight in the trailer? I mean, it, it's in-game video, right? But like, there's something about cell phone video going on in, in the game. Yeah. I'm curious to get Joey's thoughts on this too, but my immediate reaction is Rockstar is also trying to tell a message usually with their stories. Like even in the missions, like the things that the characters say, there's like, it's kind of almost like don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, like message. You know, there's some of that stuff that happens in GTA five. And I think one of the things GTA five kind of honed in on is kind of like the um, vanity people doing selfies and all of that. They're like, it's why are people doing that? Right. And, trying to find their worth on social media and stuff like that. So that's my take on it, why there's they're showing that in the gameplay trailer. I do think there's probably going to be some gameplay mechanic that happens with that, like mission-oriented. That's, that's what I'm asking about, uh, but, because I'm wondering yeah. if that is going to be something to be, if that's going to be a, um, like, like a fact. Like, for example, if you're in a highly populated area and you need to pull off a job, do you need to be on the lookout for people with phones because that's going to raise your stars? You know what I mean? Like of that course. type of situation. Right. Like, is it, is it some, I'm, I'm, uh, I think so. Like half-baked you... idea, but I'm, I'm saying like, are those the types of things that maybe they're hinting at? I think so. When they show that. I think you know? that, uh, I think that, I think you hit a very good point there mm-hmm. because that seems like something they would put into this game and into one of their games is, is something that's real life because that literally is like people, if something happens, something major, especially a crime or anything like that, if it's in a public area, people look at, they collect cell phone videos now, right? To, right. to so collect the, for evidence. Yeah. So if that starts to build like a like profile of you, right? Does that make it harder for you to accomplish certain missions because you've had so much exposure? And does that mean that they're going to be promote like rewarding stealth in, in more missions than they normally would, right? Because some of them, some missions will outright tell you like, I want you to make a scene, right? It depends on like what boss you're working for at the time, whatever. But like, I wonder if that is going to be something that sticks throughout the game that is completely independent of who you're working jobs for at the time. You go viral. Well, right. He, if, you, and, if you go viral, it's a problem. Like you can't set foot outside yeah, without the cops chasing. It's, it's the same present wrapped up in a different colored bow, but Red Dead Redemption 2, also developed by Rockstar, mm-hmm. they have a reputation in that. So you can have people witness hero heroic acts or like criminal mm-hmm. acts and that would affect your reputation so like when you're going into town if you're on the to the dark side if you will people would be fearful of you as you're coming into town but if you're more on the heroic side mm-hmm. then the npcs are more so passive towards you or they actually may even help you in some respects so that was around since the first one too i think yeah the, so the like first red again, and again like even though it's like an old western the, the gameplay at its core it, it's still the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you would see in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, instead of a horse, it's a car. Oh. <laughs> but the gameplay is still very much the same. And that's another thing um, we haven't touched on, but I really do appreciate going back to uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Vastly improved like the gameplay uh, standpoint as far as not only with the driving, but just with like the gunplay. And there's other games that Rockstar had done, like with the Grand Theft Auto three, uh, Five engine, like the over-the-shoulder like Max Payne 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, and all that. And they really put some uh, level of realism into that as well. So so it's not like other games where you just like 
sensationalized video game or whatnot with hit points, it, there's some level of realism in there with the physics. Yeah. So that's something that uh, Rockstar is also famous for is the physics that they bring forth on in all aspects of gameplay. Well, yeah, as, as you wrap things up, it, it sounds like that there's just a lot to look forward to with Grand Theft Auto 6. I mean, it sounds like that there's obviously with how popular and it seems like that GTA 5 really had set a standard for what they need to go to and honestly to live up to the next bit, right? I mean, it sounds like GTA 6 is, at least from the trailer, going to bring something pretty special to the table. Yeah. Yep. GTA 5 is already a massive map. Massive it, map. And I yeah. think, I really do think this one is going to make, is going to dwarf that. It has to with the hardware. And Rockstar, they're going to keep the gaming community warm, so to speak. So they'll, they'll, I'm confident they're going to continue to roll out new content for Grand Theft Auto V. So that wait, so to speak, doesn't seem all too long because you're still playing new content on Grand Theft Auto V. And even mm. uh, the online platform for Red Dead Redemption 2 is still alive and well. So it's, Oh yeah, it's, that's not going to die though. Yeah, yeah. so and it, again, it's, it's still going to be a wait. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... It's not as painful as probably some individuals might make it to be. I wouldn't it's... even be too surprised if they drop a DLC for GTA Five that serves as like a a prologue to, oh, gosh. Yeah, to that's GTA a... Six. You know what I mean? Where like some of the characters start to get like a light introduction in a way, or at least like the scenario or something, or like something happens where they start to turn your attention over to Vice City from from where they're at, you know, and whatever last DLC they drop for it. Because they're not going to stop making money on it, and they they got to do something to like continue that hype from here to now. Because yeah. again, man, is that a long way away? All they said it was twenty twenty five. That could be winter twenty twenty five. Yeah, and that's what they do. They have a team that focuses on solely on the new game. Yeah, and then yeah. they have another team that keeps the stability on the current IPs, like Red Dead Redemption Two and Grand Theft Auto Five. So there's dedicated teams all around Rockstar man. that are making sure that they're still making revenue, turning profits, and whatnot. So it's going to be, the good times are going to keep on rolling for Rockstar. That's I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that that Vice City trailer, the original. With Flock, the Flock of Seagulls. Seagulls. Yeah, being hyped. I was in high school at the time. Man, and everybody just going nuts, you know, for what we were seeing in that trailer. So this feels nostalgic at the same time that it's like, Pushing all kinds of new boundaries. Read, and read the comments on YouTube. Like, get fellow gamers, they say the same thing. Man, I remember when I was a mm-hmm. kid and watching yeah. this trailer. And it's and so, like, the 30-year-olds, the 40-year-olds, that that kid is coming. Now, maybe we shouldn't have played it <laughs> when we're kids. But it's... it's maybe not. But, but it's, it's bringing us back. So, yeah, uh, yeah there, there's a lot of cool things to expect. So... Looking forward to 2025. Well, guys, I, I appreciate y'all enlightening all of us about you know Grand Theft Auto franchise. Truthfully, kind of how it's gotten to this point in the anticipation for for GTA Six. It is a huge deal. So, some of you that are listening right now that may just listen to us sometimes with our movie or Marvel talk or any of the other stuff. You know, hopefully this this is just an interesting conversation. Hopefully, if you're a gamer or looking to get into gaming, it kind of gets you going and you start popping into that GTA 5 and start getting into that kind of get you uh, amped up for this game and uh, it's it's always great hearing your guys insight uh, when it comes to the video game side uh, obviously guys uh, and gals hit us up at 
Instagram. It's the nerd at, at Nerd Hero Pod. Obviously, on all of the podcasting platforms, all the major ones. We appreciate uh, everybody that's been listening and you know interacting with the podcast over the past year. I mean, heck, we're coming to almost a full year of this podcast. It's really crazy. It's well, I guess you know maybe not a full year. I don't even honestly don't even remember when we started. I have to go back and look, but. You know, it's uh, coming to the end of this first year, and it's uh, pretty cool, and it's been a lot of fun doing it so far, and this is obviously some big news to, to try to end the year on. So, uh, gentlemen, I appreciate it as always, and uh, we hope everybody has a, a wonderful a holiday so far. We'll try to probably drop another one before the Christmas holiday, before we get that, that break going on, and uh, yeah. maybe we'll do our yeah. favorite holiday movies our favorite Christmas movies or something oh, that has yeah. Christmas in it. Let's do that. Oh, no, yeah. no. We're yeah. in this together. We're going to have Christmas. So yeah. you know which we, one mine is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, uh, we appreciate everybody, and we will talk to everybody next week.